I want to thank those for watching us live today. And my prayers are something I can say to you and your family to encourage you along the way as we get into God's Word today. So let's read today Galatians 2 and 20. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Amen. You may be seated across the building um, today. It is good to see each and every one in the house of the Lord. And I want to share with you that by you making an effort to come into God's house on the Sabbath day, this is the day that the Lord hath made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I promise you this, next week you will have a better week when you come in and you honor God on uh, Sunday morning. And I want to thank you for being here today. I had paused a little bit on my series, on I Am series. And, um, and these are words of Jesus that I have been uh, preaching on, teaching on, if you would say. And so I had to take a pause and, and do a little uh, sermons on the 4th of July and different things that had come up. But I'm coming back now. We're getting closer to the end of the I Am series. And if you have missed that, you can always go to our website to www.bfclexington.org, click into the media area and go into sermons and you can see there on the I Am series because this today will be I Am series sermon number seven. And the title of my message today will be this, I Am the True Vine. And we are talking about Jesus today that he is ultimately the true vine. And I want you to go with me, if you would, to John's Gospel, the 15th chapter, beginning with the first verse. And we're going to look at this as time will permit. John's Gospel, the 15th chapter, beginning with the first uh, verse. I am series sermon number 7, I am the true vine. Let's look at this together. I know it will be on the screen. There's a Bible there in your pew. Uh, you may have an Android. You may have uh, an Apple uh, phone, iPhone, whatever tablet, whatever you have, computer. Those that are watching from home, uh, whatever you have, watch here and let's look here a little bit. John's Gospel 15 and 1. I am, as Jesus says, I am the true vine. And my father is the husbandman, or here we want to look at that, that is a vine dresser. I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, Jesus says, he takes away and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. Let's look at this, verse 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. And he who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. 
For without me you can do nothing. Verse 6, if anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered, and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. And if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this, verse 8, my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit so you will be, so you will be my disciples. Can I hear an amen to God's word? Now, I want us to look at this passage really closely because here Jesus is talking to his disciples and he's letting them know about branches and the vine. And he's letting them know, and if you'll look at this very closely as we, as we look at this, Jesus repeats himself not one time, not two times, Three times he's reiterating over and over because he wants the disciples to truly get what he is saying. Jesus could have said it one time and be done and then walked away. But I want you to see this passage here. How that he continues to repeat over what he says because there is emphasis on what he is trying to say that he wants his disciples to understand what's going on. The question today would be this. Who is Jesus? Who is he? Who, who is this man that's called Jesus? I want us to look at this today because the question we're pursuing is in the I Am series as we look at this. A question that Jesus answered for His disciples. What we've learned from His answers as we have done this series step by step, we have learned that Jesus is the bread of life and the light of of the world. Jesus is the door to heaven and the good shepherd. Jesus is the resurrection and the life and Jesus is the way. He is the truth and the life and now we learn that Jesus is the true vine. The true vine as the vine dresser and the branches and that's what we want to look at today. My first point today is this, the true vine, the true vine. John 15 and 1, I am, as Jesus says, I am the true vine and my Father is the vine dresser. I want you to know today that Jesus does not do anything on His own. He has to have permission from His heavenly Father. And He lets us know that He is the vine dresser. In other words, He looks over His Son and He sees exactly what Jesus is doing. As Jesus is the vine, we are the branches. And we cannot, as Christians, 
Christians, we cannot do things on our own. We can't begin to say, well, I'm going to do this when I want to do it, how I want to do it, where I want to do it, when I'm going to do it. Listen, it's not about what we're doing, but it's about what Jesus Christ is doing in our hearts and life. And we are connected to Jesus because He is the vine, the Heavenly Father is the vine dresser, therefore He's the ultimate Father that looks over everything that you and I do as we serve the Lord as Christians. Jesus is talking about the Christians. He's talking about the disciples, those that followed Him. We are followers of Christ And Jesus says, as He gives the parable, He says, you are the branches and that you cannot do anything on your own. A branch does not grow on its own. Physically, when you see branches on a tree, it doesn't grow on its own. It is on a vine. It's on a trunk and that trunk is rooted and it is grounded so that the branches can produce foliage and so that it can begin to broom and blossom day by day because it is connected with the vine or the trunk which the roots run deep. I want you to know today that there's other truths that we need to understand about the Bible is that not only is He the true vine, Jesus Christ, but He is the true light. In John 1 and 9, that was the true light which gives light to every man coming into the world. Jesus compares to John uh, John, uh, the Baptist. John bore witness to Jesus. The prophets and the preachers can but reflect His light. Not only is He the light, not only is He the true vine, but He is the true bread. In John 6 and 32, Jesus said to them, Most assuredly I say to you, Moses did not give you the bread from heaven, but my Father, here again, He's the vine dresser, my Father gives you the true bread from heaven. Jesus compared uh, to manna. Manna provides temporal life, but Jesus provides eternal life, and the vine provides life to the branches. Let me say it again. This Jesus that we're talking about today is the vine that provides life to the branches. Jesus brings life to you and I. If we don't have Jesus, guess what? We have death. Did you know that? When we're in alive in Christ Jesus, and when we've made that profession of faith, and if you haven't come to know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, listen, today is a day of salvation. If you harden not your heart, Jesus says if you'll come in and, and accept Him, He stands at the door, He knocks, and all we have to do is say, Lord, I repent of my sins, come into my heart and my life, and if we believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross. He arose on the third day, seated with the right hand of the Father. The Bible says, Thou shalt be saved. You can begin to understand by being a branch even when you accept Jesus Christ into your heart and life because then you are connected to the vine. And the vine is divine. It's from God the Father. And through God the Father, through the Son, and through the Holy Spirit, you and I can have victory 
on top of victory because we're connected one to one. And there's nothing that can separate us from the love of God when we are connected to the vine because there's life in Christ Jesus. In John's Gospel 14 and 6, Jesus said to him, I am the way, I am the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. There's no other way. There's no other way. You can't crawl under rocks. You can't go over streams. Listen, you can't do anything but go through Jesus Christ because He is the true vine and there is life sustaining when you're in with the vine of Jesus Christ. Christ gives abundant life. John 10 and 10. The thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. In the Bible it says, I have come that they may have life. Jesus says, I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. That you may have life. That's why it's very important that we as the branch stay connected with the vine. Because if we separate ourselves from the vine, you will die. Because a branch that's separated from a vine, a branch, a, a, a branch that's separated from the trunk of a tree is going to die. And it will die very quickly. But when you're connected with the vine, when you're connected with the trunk, knowing that the roots are running deep, knowing that you're connected with Jesus Christ, then there's nothing that can separate you from the love of God. There's not enough devils in hell that can stop the mighty moving of God when you're connected with the vine because He will sustain and take care of you. My second point today is this. The true vine is in relationship or in relations to the Father. The true vine is in relation to the Father. Jesus says, I don't do anything of myself. But when you see the Father, you've seen me. And when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. In other words, they are together as one. There is the Father of the Trinity, of the Triune. There is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. All three are different, but yet they're all in one. They all work together. In the true vine of in relation to the Father, in John 15 and 1, clearly Jesus says, red letter edition, not my words, not your words, not anybody else's words, but the words of Jesus Christ. He says, I am and that's very important through this series to know that He is, period. There's no questions. There's no doubts. There's no other circumstance. There's no other situation. There's no what ifs. It is that Jesus says, I am the true vine. There may be other vines that may be running off of other things that's not the truth. But I want you to know, He says, I am the true vine. And my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch, listen, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, He taketh away, and every branch that bears fruit, He prunes. You say, Pastor, what are you trying to say? What I'm saying is, if we're not bearing fruit as Christians, if we're not doing what Jesus has called us to do, and that's to be a disciple and to be a, a, a serpent, I mean a servant, not a serpent, but a servant. Let me get it out. 
But God clearly wants us to know that every branch in me that does not bear fruit, He takes it away because He can't have that being connected to Him. That's not bearing fruit. We must bear fruit. A tree, an orchard, out in the fields that we have in South Carolina, there are many peach orchards. And there's many orchards along, along South Carolina. And I've rode the roads and seen these trees. They get pruned in the fall because they're getting ready for a harvest. And there's rows and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of rows of, of peach trees that get pruned. Why is the farmer pruning? Because he wants to reap a harvest. He knows what's about to take place. And so they get out there and they prune. And there's like hundreds of people out there pruning day in and day out in the fall. And they're taking nylon string and they're stringing them up because they're getting ready for a harvest because He knows what He's about to get. That's the same way it is. We will reap a harvest, but we've got to be connected to the vine and we've got to let Jesus have His way in our hearts and in our lives so that we not be cut away, but that we will grow. And Jesus says, when you're in Me and I am you, then you begin to bear much fruit. You won't bear some fruit or a little fruit. You will bear much fruit because you come together in one mind and one accord. And when Jesus gets connected with you and you're connected with Him, He says then you can begin to bear much fruit. You and I cannot do this on our own. We cannot do this by ourselves. God never orchestrated it, nor did He ever plan it. Jesus never planned for you to do things. You are not the long ranger. It is not for you to figure it out and do it on your own. It is not for you to say, Jesus, I don't want to bother you in your heavens right now because you're a little too busy. You're so busy right now dealing with everybody else. I'll just handle this on my own. You will make a mistake and it will be a big mess if you try to handle life on your own. You need help. You need to understand that God is there to help you through everything that you deal with. He's dealing with you in the small things and the big things. A lot of times we'll only call on God when calamity hits. We need to be calling on God in the small times and the small little things that's going on. Why? Because He's concerned about what you're going through every day in life, not just when calamity or things happen in your life. That's not when you call on Jesus. Jesus says, if you want to stay with me, He says for you to deny yourself, take up your cross and follow. He is the true vine. We've got to get connected to the right vine and know that He's the true vine and that there's nothing that can separate us from the love of God. I want you to know today He clearly lets us know that it may, be, that it may bear much fruit, more fruit. He tells His disciples, as I share with you this, He says, you are, you are clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. In other words, He, he challenges His disciples. He tells His disciples, you cannot do this on your own. You've got to have me to help you. You've got to have Jesus. As Jesus says, I've got to have my heavenly Father. I've got to have the vine dresser. The vine dresser is the one that's fully in charge just as Jesus is, but he's the one that looks over his son because he sees what his son is doing. Listen, I want you to know today, he says my father is the he is the vine dresser. The father is the farmer. The father expects fruit. We look at this. 
as God clearly looks at us, as Jesus looks at us, He wants to see the fruit of the Spirit come out of us. He wants to see the fruit of the Spirit come alive in our hearts and lives. Galatians 5 and 22 says this, But the fruit of the Spirit is love. It is peace. It is long-suffering. It's kindness. It's goodness. It's faithfulness. It's gentleness. It's self-control. These are the character of Christ. When you see the fruits of the Spirit, this is the character of Christ. We are to live out the character of Christ. We are to live out the fruit of the Spirit. You say, oh my pastor, I don't know if I can be kind. I don't know if I can be long-suffering. Oh my goodness, you want me to be, you want me to be gentle? Oh you, want me, oh, you want me just to love everybody? Oh, oh what, what, what are you asking about? Listen, I didn't write this, folks. This is what Jesus is saying. Jesus is clearly letting us know that we must allow the fruits of the Spirit to manifest in our hearts and lives. Listen, we don't get it right all the time. You don't get it right all the time. We are not perfect. If we were perfect and we were in a perfect church and we were a perfect people, Jesus Christ would not have died on a cross over 2,000 years ago. We could just pack our bags and go home and do something else. But because of His Son, Jesus Christ, we are in a world that's not perfect and we are a people that are not perfect, but we strive to be like Christ. You're not Christ. You'll never be Christ. I'll never be Christ. I don't claim to be Christ, but we are to strive to be like Christ and to allow the fruits of the Spirit and if the Spirit of God gets a hold of us in our hearts and life we'll walk right we'll talk right we'll live right and we'll do right it doesn't mean we get it right every day but we strive every day when we fall we don't stay down God doesn't want us to stay down he says you can rise you can go you can move why because we have the victory in Christ Jesus because of death hell and the grave Jesus Christ arose on the third day, seated with the right hand of the Father, and now we have power and we have authority and we have victory in Christ Jesus. Give God praise in the house today. Hallelujah. It is never, ever for you to hold your head down and be ashamed. It is for you and I to hold our heads up high, give the world a smile, and know who is in charge. And that is Jesus Christ, King of kings and Lord of lords. He is in charge. It doesn't matter what Johnny thinks about it. It doesn't matter what Susie Q thinks about it. It doesn't matter what your neighbor thinks about it. It doesn't matter what, what people think when you go to Walmart. It doesn't matter. You know inside when you have the true vine and when you're connected with the true vine and the branches are connected with the vine, then you know that your source is not within yourself and it doesn't lie within your brother or sister or your mama or daddy or aunt and uncle. Your source is Jesus Christ and Him crucified. The Apostle Paul says, I only want to know Jesus as Him crucified. I only want to know Jesus as He's my Lord and my Savior. Listen, when we look at it inward, if we look inward into our hearts and life with the fruits of the Spirit, we see love and joy and peace inward. Outwardly, when we look at it outwardly as long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, 
meaning faithfulness, being faithful to God. Your God is faithful to you. doesn't matter whether you serve Him or not. He is faithful to you. Whether you come to this church or not, or whether you only come here one time or two times, God is still faithful to you. He still loves you. He's still His mercy and His grace is still upon you because He loves you. And then when we look at meekness, meekness means gentleness. Temperance means self-control. Yes, there's a lot of times that we, we get out of control. Because we let fear and anxiety grip our hearts and life. And that's just like the enemy. The enemy wants you to worry about this and that. And worry about tomorrow. And worry about this and that. Listen, stop worrying. You say, well, pastor, it's easy for you to say don't stop. Stop worrying. Oh, I know that. But you know what? I've got to keep praying. I've got to keep pressing. I still got to trust the Lord. Because it doesn't change my relationship. You've heard me and I'll say it again. I had a bad accident, and if I'd have known that I was going to have a bad accident and break my leg in half, then I wouldn't have gotten on that ladder, I wouldn't have had a chainsaw in my hand, and I wouldn't have done anything. I'd have just stayed down, and we'd have hired somebody to, to cut the shrubs. But no, I'd been up and down a ladder all my life and didn't think nothing of it. But that day was a day that just went south. And I landed and broke my leg in half. But I didn't shake my fist at God and say, God, why did you do this? I didn't shake my fist and get mad. God, why did you allow this? I just accepted it and I said, Lord God, you know all about it. You know every situation of what I'm going through. And I looked at God and I prayed and I said, God, this does not change my relationship with you. It is still intact. It's stronger than ever before because I know who my Redeemer is. I know who my God is. And I know God is in charge. It doesn't matter what you and I go through. It doesn't matter what you're going to face next week. God is still God and He will be God. And He's the God of the mountain. He's the God of the valley. He's the God of your situation. He's the God that will restore you and take care of you and bring you out of what you are in. Because it's never meant for us to stay down. Listen, I'm getting close to my closing here. Proverbs 11 and 30 says this, the fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. And he who wins souls is wise. Souls is wise. Listen, the Bible reminds me that some branches are taken away through death. Some branches are purged to become more fruitful. Purged by trimming away the unnecessary. Purged by applying the scriptures. Listen, if we're going to be in Christ Jesus, we're going to be pruned sometimes. We're going to be pruned. And we, listen, we hate to be pruned. Pruning also can be uh, can be chastened, it can be chastised, it can be that the Lord gets our attention. Sometimes God brings us down for us to look up. My accident was in March, and I'm still trying to recover, and I'm going into the fifth month, but I tell you, I've had a lot of time with God because I haven't had to go anywhere. I couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't do a lot of things. All I could do was read my Bible and pray, but God showed me a lot of things while I was down for those months. I'm not going to go into that, but I'm going to share with you one time. I'm going to share with you here later on. As the weeks go on, I'm going to share with you what God shared with me and really got my attention as your pastor. And I'm going to share with that with you a little bit later, but not today. But I want to go on and say this. John 14 and 3 in my closing. If I go and prepare a place for you, 
I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Third, my third point today is this. The true vine is in relations to the branches. The true vine is in relation to the branches. Jesus has a relationship with you and I, if you allow him. He will have a relationship with you if you will allow him. I've said this and said this and will say it again. If I did not have a relationship with my wife and love her, not just by telling her, but by showing her through actions, that's how she knows that I love her. Now, has the marriage been uh, rough? Yes. Has it been rocky? Yes. This year we'll be celebrating in September, the September the 4th, will be 30 years that we've been married. I was married into this church when I was a young man. But has it been rocky? Has the road been rough? Yes, it has. But you know what? I have hung in there. She has hung in there. Why? Because love goes much deeper. It goes much deeper because not only do we tell each other, we do it through actions. We do it through actions. That's the same way it is with Jesus. We do it through actions. Jesus wants to have a personal relationship with you. You say, well, pastor, does Jesus really want to talk to me? Yes, he does. Yes, he does. You say, well, pastor, how does Jesus talk to you? Do you hear him? Is he an audible voice? Sometimes it may, may or may not be an audible voice, but sometimes uh, it, it, it's the point that when you feel in your spirit and you know that he's spoken to you, then you know without a shadow of a doubt. And when you open up God's Word, that's God speaking to you and coming alive. When you read God's Word, that's God speaking to you. You see, that's one of the wonderful things about God. God truly loves us and wants to have a personal relationship with us. Listen, John 14 and 4, And where I go you know, and the way you know. John 14 and 4, Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going, and how, how can we know the way? And Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And if you have known me, you would have known my Father also. And from now on you know him and have seen him. And Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is sufficient for us. Listen. We have another one, which was a doubting Thomas, John 14 and 5. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you're going and how can we know the way. Listen, the branches lets the life of the vine flow to the fruit. Let me say it again. The branches let the life of the vine. The branches allows Jesus, he's the vine, to flow to the fruit. The fruit comes from, from Jesus as we, as we continue to uh, bear that good fruit. He is, the, he is the one that helps us produce. He is the one that we're able to get much fruit. To bear fruit, we must abide in Christ because we can't abide alone. Abiding is maintaining a close obedience relationship with Jesus through whom spiritual fruit is produced and refusing to seek to produce godly character through the works of the flesh for the purpose of allowing God, the Holy Spirit, to work in us, creating and producing the fruit of the Spirit. You can't produce it of yourself. To produce it is to be connected with the vine so that the fruit can be much fruit because you cannot do anything 
on your own. To abide in Christ is to communicate with Him. To abide in Christ is to love Him. To abide in Christ is to praise Him. To abide in Him is to be faithful to Him. In bearing fruit, we honor our Father. Without Christ, we can do nothing. Did you know that? You cannot do anything without Christ. You cannot do it. You, you can try. You can do everything you can, but you cannot do anything without Christ. John 15 and 5 in my closing. I am the vine, you are the branches, and he who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, Jesus said, without me, you cannot do anything. Folks, I've realized a long time ago that I cannot do anything without Jesus. You say, well, you're the pastor of the church. That is correct, and I can't do anything without Jesus. Why? Because I'm human just like you. I'm human just like you. And just because I'm a pastor doesn't make me way up here and you're down here. We are all equal together. We're, we're in the body of Christ. We are to pray for one another. Listen, I covet your prayers. Listen, I want you to know the enemy tries to attack me and probably attacks me even harder than you because here's why. If the devil can get me down and attack me and bring me down, and if he can succeed, he can take the whole church down. Now hear me today. And listen, he's fought. He's done a lot of things. But listen, I have to fight just like you. I have to pray just like you. I have to read my Bible just like you. Because I am human too. We are all fallible. But it is only by the grace of God. It is only by the mercy of God that you and I can be where we're at today and do what we we can do today with Christ we bear fruit and glorify our father stand with me today across the building please we bear fruit